You're very good with children. Thanks, I practiced on my hamster. Oh. So you live alone? I used to have a roommate, but my mom moved to Florida. Oh. Why don't you come over here and sit with me? Okay. So you want to play Boggle or Super Mario Brothers? You know, I think motherhood's a very natural instinct. I like a child myself. Would you? Tonight? Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another Sweet Sweet Podcast. I'm your host, Kieran, and welcome to another sweet episode of Citizen Frame. We are spoiler-filled and contain harsh language, but all you regular listeners out there know that. I'm joined here with the regular band of misfits, Nula. Hi, hi. Yo, yo. And Colin. You slimed me. <laughs> Not half. You recovered you. in it? Sorry. Did I, did I miss something here? <laughs> like a whoa, pastor's whoa, whoa. radio. Whoa. This is this is a this is a family podcast. Since when? Since when? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. We're talking Ghostbusters. In, in the last podcast, you're openly saying blowjob, Kieran. <gasps> How could you? I'm naughty. I'm naughty. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Hey, buddy. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome to <laughs> Ghostbusters too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're on. We're on. We're finishing, uh, we're finishing off Ghostbusters with Ghostbusters 2 tonight. Um, we're just going to dive into this one and talk about why I hate it so much. Uh. It takes place five years later. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, that's all I really care about. That's all I really got. Let's let's break down to, let's start off with the villain. Vigo. Vigo. Carpathian. I did find a fun fact about this. Okay. Yes. Vigo, as we know, is the actor who played one of the terrorists in Die Hard. Uh huh. Well, you mean the actor okay. who plays him, not Vigo himself. <laughs> no, Vigo, the Carpathian <laughs> no, no. himself. The actor, who, the actor who plays Vigo. Um, <laughs> he was James, I think. Yeah, yeah. He couldn't. He couldn't. Um, he's from Romania. He, he didn't have you know very good English. Yeah. So his voice is actually yes. the guy we talked about quite a few times, Max von Sydow. Ming the Merciless. Yes. And the priest from I, The Exorcist. Yes. Uh-huh. And Conan. The, oh, and Chief Justice so good. from Judge Dredd. Yes. One of his better I mean, roles. The guy's been, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. And um, so I, I did like that little tidbit. But that's all I've got. Aww. So, um, as in, I'm that's sorry. all you've got about Vigo, or that's all you really have to say about <laughs> this movie? No, I got more stuff. I, I'm just feeling like my childhood taking a wee like dig to the kidneys every now and again whenever you're saying how shit this movie is. I'm like, oh, don't, Kieran. No, ow. Here's, <laughs> here's the problem with the film. And yes, it's Ghostbusters, so we're not going to overanalyze it about story, I suppose. Mm. But all they did here was copy and paste. I, they really did not much. They didn't do much different, and that I have a problem with. And if you're going to do a copy and paste, improve on it a little bit. Do something little, you know. Give nudge it. Give us something. They didn't do that. They took what worked in the first one, and they kind of peed on it. Yeah, that on this one. Yeah, I would tend to agree. That was that's everyone's biggest criticism of Ghostbusters Two is it's basically a retread of Ghostbusters. You know, at the yeah, end of the movie, they were riding high. They'd save the city. 
should have been great for them. Like, you could have... They could have done something, but instead it was just, nope, slap back down to the beginning. Let's do it all from scratch. Mm. See, I get, I get, it, what you, I get what you guys are saying. You kind of, you kind of feel that through the movie, but I think it, it, it kind of gets away with it too because it's in the aftermath. It's a few years later after what happened in New York City after uh, Gozer, um, and all the destruction and them getting their lawsuits and things like that. So they're starting from scratch again there. Um, okay, you know, and they've actually the the kind of showed how the group was fractured too after all of that you know see you kind of see them coming back together as the ghostbusters you know after the kind of falling apart and stuff so it gives you that wee bit and it's their climb back up to to being accepted by by everyone again because who cared about them at that point you know so well that's the major flaw in the film yeah and i'll tell you why because you're spot on by saying they have to build back the reputation and stuff like that, and they're gone to doing their own little thing. Um, yeah, I agree with that concept, but the reason they got there is a joke. Yeah, they got the mayor who's no longer helping them out, who thinks they're assholes. But yet, there are these heroes that saved—they pretty much saved the world—and mm-hmm. now they're being sued, and they're doing this, and they're all being hated on. It makes no fucking well, sense. Yeah, that that part. Like, why would they? Why would they have done that to them after they saved the whole city? You know? I can somewhat understand it when you consider it's the 80s America, it's Reagan's America and the aftermath of that where there's a lot of cynicism. New York wasn't a great place back then, if I remember correctly as well. No, mm. no, they, there was, no, it was cleaned up. No, no it was the 70s progress, was where New York. I think, but it wasn't great. Yeah, it was, yeah. But you but, could see... But, no, this is not... No, I, I could fully this... see a city suing a company for damages to a building and surroundings even if they saved it like look how many people like you got people who get you know would like say somebody gets saved from choking that mm. person then sues the person who saved them because they broke the rib or like yeah. rational people can't believe that that all happened so it has to be down to some weird gas that's causing hallucinations and these guys are con artists and um pretty much put the whole city under the influence of something to see this to, to to rob them, pretty much to to get money off of the government or something like that. Who knows? Yeah. You know, no no rational person's going to want to say, yeah, the the whole town got attacked by a marshmallow monster, and it took four guys with lasers to to burn it to death. <laughs> maybe maybe it's that kind of thing. All right. Okay. So yeah, in fairness, I I get your point with lawsuits and stuff like that. Maybe that's what would have happened. I just think it's it's a cheap out. You know. Um, I'd rather have seen something, maybe something happened to him during a routine ghost bust and that's uh, what busted him. Like the laser, that like they shot a kid with a laser or something and it blew something them up. Something like this. Yeah. Yeah. Something, something happened to where they, they were put in the situation and give us that prequel scene, whatever happened. Yeah. You know, that would have been all right, but we didn't get that. Yeah. Now we got, we do get com- the new comic relief. He's kind of replacing our boy, Rick Moranis, even though Rick Moranis is in this, mm-hmm. um, we got Peter McNeil who plays Doctor Poa. Yes, Janos oh yes, Poa. yes, he's brilliant. I will say he's pretty. He's pretty funny. I'll give him that, but it's wasted. You know, it's also. Correct me if I'm wrong. Does he not play basically the exact same role in Dracula? And Bram Stoker's Dracula, one hundred percent. Bram Stoker's Dracula. Oh, uh, not Bram Stoker's. Excuse me, the dead <laughs> loving it. Thank you, but it's be it's the piss take of Bram Stoker's Dracula. That's true. So excuse me if it got mixed up because. 
you know, they're they're practically the same, but uh, one's <laughs> absolutely hilarious. Um, <laughs> Talk about night and day. <laughs> they're practically the same movie. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, Gary Oldman, Lizzie Nielsen. Yeah, of course, both excellent stars, wonderful method actors, each of them, you know. Actually, to be fair, I'm, I'm going to side on The Dead and Loving It being the better movie there. Oh, Oh, I do love Bram Stoker's dude. Dracula, though, man. I like Bram Stoker's, yeah. Um, but a lot of people don't. Yeah. So let me ask you this, though. Okay, so they they find that um, Dana, who happens to be, you know, known as the Ghostbusters, happens to be the one person who gets goo. Um, what happens? She she's she's uh she's uh, walking the baby, and the the wheels. Mm-hmm. Oh, the a carriage get uh, some of the goo on it, causing the carriage to go nuts and kind of start stopping in cars. It was supposed to be a really intense scene, but it wasn't. No, it wasn't. No. And so how is she now targeted? How is Vigo targeted? Why is that baby targeted? I think it was maybe coincidental. Just she happened to roll the pram over the goo and Vigo was then like, oh, hey, baby, I could do with one of those. Yeah, but like of all the babies in all the cities in all the world... She had like it had to pick up on that pram. Well yeah, but again See? You're backing me up now, Nula. No, I do get that. I do get that one hundred percent. It was a way to well, get see, her back into the movie. They had to have well, actually, for a sequel, it's one of the very few movies to get the entire cast back. Yeah. Sure sure yeah. uh Bill Murray didn't want to do a sequel. None of them he did. was he was yeah, he was really well, yeah, but him especially, he was really against doing a sequel for it. Can't believe yeah, it. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Agreed. If I saw the script. <laughs> um, but the funny thing is, we're going to nitpick this a little bit. And it's unfortunate because we just talked about Ghostbusters, which we couldn't. Because we just enjoyed it so much and went with it. This is just a remake done poorly. It is. Um, now, what I will say is it had to be done, though, from the perspective of you had the first movie doing... So financially well. I think it was the most successful comedy movie of all time <clears throat> up until that point. And then you had the creation yeah, of yeah. the real Ghostbusters, which then brought in all of the merchandise. You had all the toys, lunch boxes, and everything yeah. that we now have and we associate with Ghostbusters. And you have all this cash and new audience, and you have all these kids who wouldn't have probably seen the original because it was just outside their age range wanting to see Ghostbusters 2. It had to be done. And as Bill Murray didn't want this to be done because he said that sequels are usually done for greed purposes, here we are. Yeah. yeah. He's completely right. Um, and, okay, and, and I'm fine with sequels. Jesus Christ, I love horror films and slasher films. Yeah, Halloween, look how many there are. <laughs> yeah, Jesus, I lost, I lost fucking count. More of those than I've had um, hot dinners. Good grief. That's a lot. You've had a lot of hot dinners. Yeah, I have. <laughs> but... I, I, I just don't get how you come from such quality. And then even even everything mirrored it, and it's poorly mirrored, like we guys just said. Because even the soundtrack, you went from Ray Parker's Ghostbusters to Bobby Brown singing, I some I don't even know what the name of the song was. Uh, you know? Is it the one your love lifting me higher? Yeah, that is it, yeah. Uh, I don't listen, mind that song. Well, listen to you two. Listen to you two. No uh-huh, one. that's a great tune. It's horrible. No, it's not. You think that's better than Ghostbusters? No, it's not better, but it's... No. Um, it's not the exactly. theme tune, though. 
That's what they use to get uh, Lady Liberty up off, uh, well, off her feet. And, it does you know. feature no, quite a bit in that movie. Bobby and Brown. it is listed as... Oh, it's not, is it? I'm thinking oh, it is. That's a woman who sings that. That's Aretha Franklin, isn't no. it? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it is. There's somebody no, like that. Of, of, who you is do it? know there is a, fe- a female vocalist in Lifting Me Higher? There is. Jackie there is. Wilson's the fella's name. Okay, right, okay. That's the fella who sang Lifting Me Higher. I thought it was a woman. So did I, higher but then... Yeah, but either but way, that's, that's, that's a good song, and it fits... Oh, that's okay. Yeah. I don't mind that song. I, I'm talking about um, soundtrack in general. Mm. Yeah, it's fine. Okay, I yeah, thought it fit with the movie in the time. Oh, wow, it's horrible. Is it the Ghostbusters it rap? Yeah, it didn't take away from the actual Ghostbusters song itself, because it did feature. Yeah, it did, but... Yes. Not, 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 I'd rather have that through the entire film than Bobby Brown. Mm, I, I think it was okay. All right. Um, what did take away from me was, I, I mean, again, maybe it could just be my aversion to children, but the very <laughs> baby sequence just—they was so focused on the child. Yes. Let's not even talk about the rooftop scene. Are we talking about how the baby managed to stand on a ledge? Yep, and get kidnapped. Yeah. Although I'm not gonna, that that scene when I was a kid yeah. freaked the hell out of me. Yeah. No, I get that because it reminded me of the Banshee and Darby O'Gill for some reason when I was a kid, which was fucking terrifying. So uh, yeah, what a creepy, creepy baby snatcher. <laughs> but I think it's the fact that it was Peter McNichol as well. Yeah. Oh, they had the. the it was playing like the, like Mary Poppins, but kinda evil. <laughs> But a lot of I don't I think a lot of his scenes were actually some of the more creepy in Ghostbusters yeah. too. He came off, and this sounds horrible, and I'm not trying to offend anybody, but I'll say it anyway. Very kind of creepy, pedophile-y. Mm-hmm. Well, mm. he, he definitely came off you know, as he well. He had the creep. He had his creep on. Don't get me wrong. Definitely had his creep on. Um, but it was toward Dana. As he he fucking oh I know proper that, yeah. creeped all over her and from the start you could see it when he's over like pretty much playing with her her and oh 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 it's just a bit of fluff <laughs> and you're like oh just don't but he does it so well he does he, like, he, he does yeah, he, he's a good actor and he plays that but, role well but his scenes like even like whenever he visits her uh, when the power goes out and yes, he, his eyes light eyes. up and he lights the yeah bright eyes burning like fire. I remember being all I heard. Out by that. Well, yeah, well, it was my, pretty terrifying. But that's my my point. I mean, I think he, he plays it well, but it's pointless. It's just wasted. It's wasted talent on a poor script. That's what... And uh, here's another thing. I'll okay, so the, um, the three Ghostbusters, excluding uh, Venkman, because Dana doesn't want them involving him because they've broken up. Um they're drilling a hole. This is the horrible scene. I love this scene. <laughs> it's a horrible scene. Like this so is stupid. what I don't get. It's so bad. Why didn't you just use the manhole and go down to the sewer? Well, that's true. Why? That's true. Yeah, that did confuse me. But then me you too. wouldn't have the whole uh, <clears throat> boss thing and then doing the whole Boston accent. That's not funny. Oh, I enjoyed it. See, that's the pro. Oh, no. Well, I'm, I am with both of you in this. I don't like the scene because it doesn't make sense but i'm mm-hmm. with nula in that i like you know the yo boss 
And yeah, yo, you know, Egon <laughs> being called Got some Ziggy. Diaper he's down like, in, yo. down in City Hall, <laughs> telling us to work on a Friday. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I like it. I just couldn't get over why they were doing it, so it ruined it for yeah. me. It took me out. Mm. That's the problem. But there's a lot of that in this movie. Like the the part that I didn't get. Right. I mean, maybe this is something I I missed, or it might have been cutting room floor or again because it was a Russian mm. movie because I think Ghostbusters 2 is done it even shows. quicker than Ghostbusters um, so they go from Ecto-1 being in a complete state yeah, doing kids birthday parties uh, oh and as an aside the kid that's really rude to Ray yeah. is actually Jason Reitman yeah. the director of yep. Afterlife it's the director's son um, but they go from that and, you know, Ray has his bookstore and everything like that. And, you know, yeah. by all means, they're probably not flush with cash. Don't even know if the fire station yeah. is still theirs. Then they fight the Scolari brothers, get the injunction lifted. And then the next thing you know, Ecto-1's all done up. They've got all new suits. They've got Janine yeah. rehired. They've got, you know, everything's all going. That's go a good question. Where did that money come from? Yeah, that's... Like, it's something I've noticed a couple of times, but watching it again today, as we said before, mm-hmm. when you watch it with mm-hmm. more of a critical eye, you're like, let's, what? Okay, let's talk about all of a sudden Vigo wants the baby. Hey, wait a minute, is that Bill Murray's kid in this? Oscar, or her kid's kid or not? Uh, no. no. Uh, it's some random twins that are used interchangeably for that one child. The- no, I, I meant, is the baby his in the film? No. Oh, uh, no. No, okay. Dana, in, in, in the five years from whenever... They saved her in the first movie. They had gotten a relationship and broke up. Um, and she found another guy, had a kid with him, and then they broke up. So okay. it, it was a very eventful five years for Dana. Yeah, she's, she really, yeah, she really moves pretty quick, doesn't she? She gets around. She, <laughs> she gets around. I'm sorry. <laughs> all right. So, again, we talk about copy and paste. This is all they do here. But... There is one scene I did like, and they're copying pretty much the hotel scene. But this, instead of a hotel, it's the courtroom. Mm-hmm. I kind of like the courtroom stuff. I do. Especially the lawyer. <laughs> yeah, that, that guy uh, needs to calm down, give himself a heart attack. That's one angry ass dude. Uh, but no, I'm talking about uh, uh, the whole the whole lawyer scene. Oh, the lawyer, where yeah. He's, As in, oh, he's being the a lawyer. And Vinkman's talking to him as he's telling him what to say. Yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and the judge, I always like to see Harris Eulen. And I do like the little twist where the ghosts come out uh, because obviously you find out that the slime, if it's happy, joy, joy, it's calm and relaxed. Yep. If it's raising your voice, it gets abrupt. So as the judge is raising his voice, um, the two people he sent to death row come out. I thought that was clever. Yeah, that's the dude that needs to calm down, by the way. Um, yeah, that was really good. That And the Scolari brothers that they came out on the electric chairs and stuff. Yeah. I remember being a kid and being like, oh, holy shit. When they came out, they looked like boss devil ghosts, really. Now, the funny thing about those two is they were designed in, to be more cartoonish mm-hmm. and not be as quite as a human form that they were being murdered in the chair. Yep. I think that made them look creepier and scarier. Yeah, they're they're two creepy fuckers. Yeah. I mean, this is the, this is why I like that scene because you're spot on, Colin. Because it crossed that line of little too far. 
you know, where it's not as kitty-like, you know. Uh, What this movie was actually made for, this was the the real Ghostbusters sequel that was to get in those kids. Oh, yeah. Uh, That's why they went kitty, but that one kid part actually played the reverse. It actually helped it. Um. Yeah. 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 A mistake, I guess, uh, in our favor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it, it plays well. It's a good scene. If you want to watch anything in Ghostbusters two, watch that scene. I wish I had the minutes and time it's on. That way you can get to it right away and then delete the rest. Uh, it's about thirty minutes in. Just, <laughs> you just you YouTube court scene, and away you go. Yeah. Let's talk about a horror. Another horrible scene. <laughs> the bathtub scene. Oh, I hate this. Yeah, it looks wick. Thank you. Thank no, it's you. not that. How absent do you have to be not to notice that the water mm-hmm. has stopped running and that there's now just a weird glug of slime behind you? Yeah. Yeah. And this kind of goes back to what you said in the last Ghostbusters, how it was kind of easy to get. That was no, no threat. And they, she runs away. Mm. There was no... was Didn't eat it. Yeah. Pointless. As in, like, she could have just stepped out of the room. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean the bathtub wouldn't have followed. It would have oozed um, out onto the floor. No, I just didn't like the way the bathtub looked whenever they bent it. It didn't look great. That's what I meant about it not looking great. But no, I get what you mean. How absent do you have to be to not hear that? Like, yeah, I feel like it's a, a small drip or anything like that. It was a full bathtub running. You'd have heard that stop and become slime. Um, what about... who? Who's the guy who's replacing... Um, uh, William Atherton. Uh, Herdmeyer, I think his name is. Herdmeyer. He's the one who sends them because he they decide the Ghostbusters are going, there's something going on here. We got to go talk to the mayor now again. The mayor who kind of screwed them the first time. Then the mayor just says, get rid of them. And he ends up uh, putting them in a, a psych ward. Psych- yeah. He, does, okay. he has them committed, which funny enough, the person committing them is Bill Murray's brother. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Brian Doyle Murray. I didn't know that. There yeah. you go. He has all, he has his brothers in all of his films. Yeah, he's also in uh, Groundhog Day. He's the he's, guy with the groundhog. He's he's uh, in all of them. He's he's in Caddyshack. He's not in Ghostbusters though, is he? No, I think that's because that was more. He was last minute Bill Murray okay. for that, so they probably didn't have time to get all of them. You remember yeah. Scrooge? His yeah, brother yeah. was his actual brother. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh yeah, we discussed yeah. that before about his brothers being in all of his movies. I just yeah. didn't know that was, was him. No, yeah, his brother was uh, sorry. His, his brother was his dad in Scrooged. Huh? No, but his brother, his younger brother, is plays his brother yep. too. Th- there's two oh, of his brothers right, in okay. it, I think, at least two. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. there's Brian Doyle Murray, um, obviously Bill Murray, and then uh, the younger one who didn't really have much of a career. Child Murray. Right. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and so with all the chaos starts happening with the goo and. Obviously, it's a it's a good setting for uh, the goo to to abrupt, get abrupt, and get angry because obviously you're New York and everyone yells at each other. New York, it's a place of chaos, and like they did in the last one, they have all the ghosts start coming up. All these all these things start wreaking havoc in the in the in the city. The mink coat, the, by the way, that's the one I liked. Brilliant, mm-hmm. it's really well done. That, I actually have that in my notes. The fur coat scene was pretty good. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah. Um, now that one, like you have, the, you have that going on. You have the ghost coming out of the cinema. You have Slimer eating the hot dogs. You've got more of a ghost presence. But again, like I mentioned in the last podcast, after that, 
everything just kind of dies down. And instead, again, everyone congregates outside the art museum waiting on the Ghostbusters. I think what's going on here, it seems to be a, um, the same thing in the last one, like you just mentioned. And I think the only reason they do that, they have all these ghosts and havoc, you needed it so the mayor can go get the Ghostbusters. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. So you have to have it, but if you have to have it, give us a five-minute expose of what happens to them or what, you know what I mean? Give us something. Uh, but again, it's all boils down to budget. And as you said, this movie, and it really shows they rushed it. So I like I dislike the ending in this one even more than Ghostbusters 1. What? But you prefer this one? I hate this one. That's what I mean. Yeah. Oh, I, I dislike this one more. Kieran Hurd oh, thinks an opposite land. <laughs> I know. I thought you said you liked. No, I dislike this one. Oh, more. it's so bad. It reminds me of the end of. Well, I like the ending of Scrooge when they sing "Give a little piece of my," which is a nice yeah, ending. It's good. To choke up. It works. Don't get me wrong. I'm not disrespecting Scrooge, but it doesn't work for this. This is no. a horrible ending. No, Again, in... sorry. Go ahead. You got this powerful giant who's. I will say in the beginning when he's like the the the, uh, the print. We'll look at you and look in the eyes and pop up. I thought it was kind of cool. So you're going something with this. What a waste of a villain. Did and not have to do anything to destroy this guy. No. And they could have like they they could have gone places and they did actually mean to go places. So you have that scene where Ray becomes Vigo. Yes. That there was supposed to be like a whole thing with that where he's possessed and like drives the car really sporadically and um actually like tries to fight them at one point and then they yep. have to break him out of that that possession yeah that's right i remember reading about that i was like that would have been instead, brilliant exactly yeah you just get you're getting slammed back into the painting and then it explodes and turns into a nice painting of mm -hmm. the ghostbusters and a baby yeah somehow i know that that was always a bit questionable like even as a kid i didn't like that no. wait a minute was that scene still in it which part when they're the painting of the baby and the yeah, yeah, that's still in it. Yeah, that's probably where I just got up and got a cup of coffee or something. Well, at that point, that is the end of the movie. But yeah, once Vigo gets pushed back into the painting, there's like an explosion. The shell lifts on the outside of the museum, and then, the, like, uh, I think it's Winston is like, "Hey, look!" And it's the four of them standing, kind of like, yeah, <sighs> classically posed with the toga oh, with the baby in the yeah, middle. I remember that now. That's that's. Yeah. I mean the. That is the nail in the coffin right there. <laughs> um, well, we, we, you know, we will say, I will say this uh, to our fan, ooh, people out there who are a fan of this. Uh, Tully was nice to see again. I do like him, the babysitting scene, and yeah. how he's getting it on, which, you know, the, uh, the receptionist. It was so cute because um, he didn't pick up on the signs at all. Like, Janine's being really friggin' obvious. And he's like, uh, do you want to play a game or, you know? <laughs> yeah, Boggle or Super Mario. <laughs> yeah, it's so cute. He's such a wee nerd. It's lovely. And then when he ticks, he puts on the uh, Ghostbuster outfit. Yes. And he goes and he starts firing the packet. Everyone thinks he's the one who saved the day. That is so cute. <laughs> that is so cute. Like... And then you've got Slimer giving him the lift on the bus. And the fact yeah. that he got on the bus. I didn't know you had your license. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Yeah. Uh, oh, there's there's a lot in this movie that, that I enjoyed. Like one, one scene that I enjoyed was them when they were underground in the train station or like the train tunnels. Um, and they're walking along oh, with yeah. the echo, yeah. if you remember. Just yeah. because. Again, another scene which was 
really creepy for a PG. Yeah, big time creepy in that. Th- all the heads. Yeah, fucking right. And the fact that whenever they're all echoing or shouting, and it echoes back, and Winston yells, and it grows yeah, his name. Uh huh. Really good. That's one of my. That's one of my favorite scenes. And then the ghost. Uh, the ghost train and Winston's just standing there, frozen. Did you get the number on the train? <laughs> no. I must have missed it. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's got flashes, but that's how I look at it as, I mean, coming off, you get five years to give us a sequel to one of the greatest films that, you know, comedy's ever, mm-hmm. ever produced, and this is what you give us. Tidbits. You give us tidbits. Yeah, I, but a lot of the time, sequels just don't further anything unless you change it. You know, Aliens from Alien, they changed it. Terminator 2 from Terminator, changed it. Well, they, Even like yeah. Back to the Future 2 still f- furthers the story. Yeah. Ghostbusters 2 didn't do anything. That's my point. They just rehashed it badly, the first one. They remade the first one badly is what they've done. They didn't do anything. Alien went from horror sci-fi to to sci-fi action. Yep. Then they changed it. There you go. Um, Same with Terminator Terminator 2. That went from a horror to an yeah, action. To sci-fi horror, to sci-fi action. Exactly. Spot on. These guys did nothing. And I completely agree with Bill Murray. Completely agree. But we do got Ghostbusters Afterlife coming. Um, so I'm hoping we've got a gem here. Because um, I'll quickly will mention the Ghostbusters came, reboot that came out with the girls. Uh, no disrespect to an all-woman cast. I like the cast that was in it. I do like Melissa McCarthy. But my God, what a piece of shit film. Um, I put out a uh, something on Facebook when I saw it, and you won't believe the, the the thing I put on there. It was just unreal how bad this film was. And what shocked me most, all the Ghostbusters made cameos. Um, that, that that just threw me off. So I'm I'm so happy that they're doing this film, and I hope they do it justice. Yeah. Well, it was. I don't think Harold did. He had passed at that time, didn't he? Yes, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. He was like 2014 or something, so, yeah. yeah but yeah. did Bill Murray? Yep. <laughs> okay, so I'm guessing he really did want that paycheck by that point. I'm shocked. That's why I was shocked that he he, he was shocked. Yeah. Uh, now, Dan Aykroyd, I can understand, because he is the one who has continued Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah it's his baby. Um, now, the one thing I will say is, Nula has some experience with this game, I think, mm-hmm. but... Ghostbusters for I believe it was the Xbox 360. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I was played technically it. Ghostbusters 3. Oh yes, that's right. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Uh it wasn't too bad. It actually brought back William Atherton. Oh yeah, I can I, pl- I remember playing it years ago. Mm-hmm. Um and I I thought it was pretty cool. Did it they was, remaster yeah. it? Uh I don't believe so, no. But like they had everyone like they had Annie Potts in, you had her and his Janine. The only person mm-hmm. I don't think that they had was um Rick Moranis, which, you know, for obvious reasons. Yeah. I think mm. even... I think Harold was in it at that point, too. Yeah, he would have been around then. He would have been around then. Um, well, there you go. Nula mm-hmm. has a soft spot for it. Uh... I, I have a soft spot for it because, like, it, yes, it has its problems, but you can enjoy it. You know what I mean? Like, it's the Ghostbusters for me. And I, I guess I kind of given it a wee bit of a pass. It isn't as good as the first one, certainly not. Um... But, okay, I don't know. I, I just always enjoyed it. To each their own. I mean, Christ, I love Commando. Well, yeah. <laughs> so we all have our, our guilty pleasures. Um, Colin, real quickly, what do you think? 
I am split on it. Um, I don't hate the movie. Like, I know you're just like, it sucks. But I do fall into sort of this category of, it's still Ghostbusters at the end of the day. Um, so you can watch it, you can enjoy it. But just know it is very much a rehash of the first one. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Uh, my review is quite simple. Shit. <laughs> uh, Stick to the point. <laughs> Terrible movie. And you were having a go at me for my one-liners. <laughs> one-worders, even. Um, all right, guys. Thanks for joining me in this one. Nula, thank you as usual. Oh, glad to be here. I got to watch Ghostbusters movies back-to-back, so that was fun. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Thanks for having me. Colin. Thanks for jumping on. I know you don't mean it, but no problem. I don't mean it. You're right. <laughs> um, can't wait till I get on for Halloween. I can't wait. Oh, okay, guys. Anybody knows this podcast? I please have your phones on ready to call nine nine nine. Oh wait, we're not live though. Damn it. Oh, we'll already be dead if we have a problem with it. Kieran will be right. We'll be buried in the back garden under the tomato patch. Yeah. If after somehow you've listened to Halloween. I or Nula don't return for the sequels, you'll know something's gone wrong. Yeah. Yeah. What? Maybe Michael paid you a visit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Michael. Um, yes. This, uh, will we finish off our Ghostbuster retrospective in mid or late November when the sequel comes out? It's gonna, I, oh God, I'm, I hope it's good. I really do. Yeah. Um, but again, like you guys mentioned, I believe that was you, uh, Colin. Mm-hmm. It's still in the family. Dan Aykroyd, Ivan Reitman are all involved heavily. And yep. Jason Reitman, who's a very competent director, is helming it. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. Uh, what am I going to say? I have no idea. Oh, yes. <laughs> you can reach out to us, which you never do. But please do if you decide you want to. <laughs> We're Citizen Frame underscore podcast at Instagram and Facebook. Again, thank you for all the downloads. We had a massive peak yesterday. Nice. Like 45 downloads, which we do appreciate. So that means we have some new listeners coming on board. Thank you. And uh, we'll all chat soon. We'll talk to you next time with Halloween.